Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, queen, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, a business mentor, a speaker, an author, and I am obsessed with women standing up, showing up, and creating their confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my gorgeous friend. Okay, so I am, my voice is going. Actually, it's coming back. <laughs> you should have heard me a couple days ago. It wasn't good. I wanted to do this podcast because I am going through it, my friend. And I think one of the things that I try to do the most in my life and in my social media and in my business, in my audience on this podcast is take you on the real ride, like show you all my shit. And it's a big value of mine, authenticity, integrity, keeping it real, uh, vulnerability, communication, responsibility, all the things, all of this shit is, you know, equals me. This is what I'm about. And so I think a lot of the times we could follow people or listen to people. I know some of y'all been listening to me for like three, four, five years, following me on social media and maybe being like, wow, this person's a unicorn. They're so confident. I love how they say things. I love how they speak. I wish I was like this, X, Y, Z. And sometimes if you're not uh, discerning, you could mistaken that these people have it all together. These people being me. And I fucking don't. <laughs> I do not have it all together. At the time of recording this, I am not even filming this because I just wanted to get this message out. So I'm just video, I'm just audioing this podcast. I look like absolute shit because I've had the biggest week of my life. It's been hectic, but my heart is happy and full. And I wanted to drop you this message while it was live, while it was really present in my heart. Uh, and so my intention always is to show you everything as much as I can show you. And even though I show you as much as I can show you, there's still so much you don't see. So I want you to think about the people that you follow, that you look up to, that you have no idea what their life is like in reality, behind the scenes, how they feel about themselves, their relationships, their bank account, their business, their money. So much you don't see in people's lives. And we judge someone's joy and happiness by a fucking Instagram story or a reel that we saw or a TikTok or some photos on Facebook. And I'm here to tell you that a lot of people go through tough times and when they're going through tough times, they don't have videos, they don't have photo shoots, they don't have someone with a camera in their face while they're crying about something. And so I always aim and I will always aim to show you as much as I can real shit about what's going on for me. And you know, this podcast is about tough times and how do we overcome tough times? How do we deal with shit when shit hits the fan and we need to do life and we have kids and we have to be at work and we got to show up for our business or our audience and someone depends on us and our whole shit feels like it's crumbling. How do you hold the, the duality or the polarity of the happiness, the joy, the fulfillment, the money, the whatever and death and sickness and 
depression and feeling shit and overwhelmed and burning out and all that stuff. And I wanted to share how I'm doing it because I'm doing it right now. Ooh, right now it is, it has been two years now that my mom has been sick. She was sick my whole life. She was bipolar. I got all the episodes about a baby. So if you're brand new to the podcast, welcome, high five, buckle your damn seatbelt. This is about to be a wild ride for you and me. And I have a lot of podcasts about mother wound, about growing up with a bipolar mother, about my sexual abuse, about foster care. There's a lot there to catch you up. There's even an interview with my mom where I interviewed her and her life and her story so I could understand her more. Amazing shit. There's so much there with my mom and my family if you want to do more after this. But it's no surprise, you know, that I've had a really fucked up traumatic childhood and a difficult thing with my mom. And as much as I wanted a different mother, I got the mother that I needed. She, she is the person I needed for sure. My biggest teacher, my biggest uh, hurdle I've had to overcome. She has loved me, yes, and in her eyes done everything she could for me. But in my eyes, it's been a very difficult, traumatic upbringing. And, you know, a lot of the stuff that I experienced in my childhood still fucks with me today and I have to overcome it. And that's my work. Everybody's got their work. That's my work. And so the crazy thing about it is I was for 14 years. My mom was well. She never got sick again. She my husband passed away. She got sick after that. And then she was good. She was taking her medication. She had a really good, uh, solid medication um, prescription that she was on for 14 years. So that meant that little girl Erica, my little person inside of me, could really chill. You know, my nervous system could really chill. I wasn't scared. I wasn't worried. I wasn't, you know, on edge every five minutes. I was like, wow, this is cool. My new life. This is my new life in Australia. My mom's good. I got a beautiful husband. He's sexy. I love my kids. I'm doing my business. Like shit just felt like, damn, this is like a perfect life. I'm making money. I'm loving what I do. I just need a six pack. Like literally I'll be perfect. And I knew I had a fucked up life before, but I was like, I don't have it no more. This is it. I did my work. I'm, I'm good. And then in 2022, my mom stopped taking her medication. She came to Australia. She was like self-dialoguing in the, in, the, in the bathroom. I could hear her talking, saying really fucked up shit. And I'm like, I approached her. She denied it. She's like, no, I was praying. I'm like, mm, are you lying now? Okay, what the fuck's going on? Anyway, I didn't know that she had stopped taking her medication before coming to Australia. And she was kind of okay, but not. She wasn't 100% fucked up yet. She left six, week er, six weeks uh after she was here, she was meant to stay for eight, but she left at six. Me and her decided, you, you know, you got to go. Like she was done here and I was done and we just got on each other's nerves. And as grownups, we decided to book her a flight to leave. Literally, that was in June or some shit, June 2022, come September 2022. Like while I'm at a retreat, while I, I'm hosting this retreat with like 12 women healing trauma, five days. I love these retreats. I give my soul. Hamish gives his whole spirit shamanic work. And my mom is on the streets about to get hit by a car. Didn't take her medication. The police are trying to hold her down. She's fighting with the police. The ma manic. I'm like, what the fuck? And when I tell you that every part of my body shut down and every part of my body like freaked out and was like, oh my God, what is happening? And it was all the memories and all the trauma and all the fucking PTSD and all the other shit that you can imagine that was inside of me that remembered that was my life. Oh, here it is again. I'm unsafe. Oh, my God. And so it was very traumatizing to the point where I stopped attracting clients in my business. I stopped showing up the way I know to show up. It, I didn't realize it w had affected me as much as it did. And financially, we lost a lot of money. I think like 50K a month. 
I gave my mom money. I had to pay for a lot of stuff. But we lost money because we stopped attracting our clients. I, I took my finger off the pulse in my business because I was nervous system fucked, energetically fucked, mentally fucked, and I didn't see it. I didn't see it, and I do this work. So I'm telling you this because times get tough. And you think you got this, and then all of a sudden something happens, and you're like, yo, I don't got this. I didn't even know I didn't have it. You know what I'm saying? So long story short, she gets sick. It was horrible. Fucked up our business. May this year, or May 2023, me and Hamish are like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? And it was wild. It was a traumatizing experience. My mom gets out of the hospital. Apparently she's better. She seems better, but still a little bit off, but she seems better. And during this time, I was advocating for her at 2 a.m., waking up at 1 a.m., talking to doctors at 5 a.m., very frustrated, calling people, sending money, ordering shit off Amazon to send to the hospital, like ordering her fucking groceries, 300 USD a week, like, and that in Australia is 30% more. It was just a mess, my friend, a mess. I was a hot mess. Nervous system was fucked. So September 2023, we have a retreat, and I get a call. And mom's sick again. And I'm like, this is 12 months later. Literally, happy anniversary again. And I'm like, oh my God, is this a thing now? Like, is this going to be like my childhood where she's going to be getting sick every year? Because in my childhood, she got sick twice a year. Once to twice a year. Manic, bipolar, hospitals, foster care, physically abused me, go to the foster home, police would come, arrest all of us. It was a hot mess. Just dramatic as fuck. And obviously, I'm done with that. I got kids of my own. I don't want to deal with that. So I'm in Australia. She's in America. <laughs> as far away as possible as I can move. And so the crazy thing is that this is what happens. She gets sick again and it all comes back. But I said, I'm not gonna do it how I did it last year. I'm not willing to lose myself during this process. So what happens? What happens is that I decide to do it differently. I try to keep myself distant but still involved. And long story short, she basically had to go back to the hospital, go through that whole thing again. They let her out. She wasn't on the right medication. They had her on some crazy shit. Like, she's bipolar. She can't take lithium. They had her on, like, Ritalin. She's never been on that before. And I just wasn't convinced, but I had to wash my hands of it. I said, look, I can only do what I could do. You decided consciously to stop taking your medication. That's a choice you made, knowing that it was going to impact all of us, including my children, my clients, my life, my relationship. No care in the world. You do you thinks a lot. So I had to, you know, boundary up. And I say this to you a lot. If you listen to my podcast, boundary up. You got to do, you know, I have a podcast about how to deal with toxic family members. I talk a lot about communication. Let me tell you, baby, it's not easy. I'm telling you to do it because I'm also fucking doing it. And it's very hard. So I get it, right? So I'm telling you all this to tell you the fact that she's got this thing now where she's sick. She's not well. She's like, do they have dementia? She recently had a seizure in the hospital. Her heart is enlarged. We're on some new territory shit. And I'm in the middle of my biggest year ever. I am rehearsing and preparing for my TEDx talk. I have to write 70,000 words, which is like 420 pages of a book for my book that's coming out next year. I'm doing a book with Penguin, if I haven't told you already. It's so fucking exciting. My second book. I'm so excited about it, but that's a lot of writing, 70,000 words. I got to give an outline. I have about 14 speaking engagements between now, between fucking January to April or May that are already booked that I have to write and prepare. And then I got a four-year-old, sorry, a six-year-old and an eight-year-old and a husband that me and him wanna have a beautiful relationship. You know, 250 clients in my program, my staff, my team members, it's a lot. And so how can we navigate the difficulties that life is gonna throw at us 
and not lose ourselves in the process? How do you move through tough shit and not lose yourself? How do you move through tough shit and not go, oh my God, I can't do this. Have a nervous breakdown yourself or overwhelm and burn out yourself. Well, luckily for you, that's what I've been doing. And I wanted to tell you about this because maybe for you, you got some difficult shit that's around the corner. And maybe it's all good right now, but around the corner is some hardship, is some adversity that's coming, a challenge. Or you're listening to me and you're in a challenge right now. Shit is hard for you right now and you have to juggle all the things I just said. Maybe for you it's work. Maybe for you it's education, you're at school. Maybe you got kids. Maybe you're dating and you're trying to also have a career. I don't know, it doesn't have to be my crazy story about my mom. But whatever it is for you, here's what I know. You can do the difficult thing and you don't have to lose yourself in the process. But there are specific things that you need to make sure that you are doing in order to hold yourself to that place where you don't lose who you are in the midst of difficulty. The first and foremost thing you need to do is have a practice of self-work. If you do not have an incredible, not an okay, an incredible therapist, an incredible life coach, an, an incredible community, spiritual healer, mentor, somebody who you can be with and call upon, who can hold you to your greatness, who can hold space for you when your life gets hard and remind you of who the fuck you are. Okay, my love, if you're enjoying this podcast, I want to invite you to check out The Sisterhood. What is The Sisterhood? It is my year-long coaching program where I will coach you live so that you can actually take everything you're learning on this podcast and put it into practice in your life so that you can actually get results in your life. You can be supported. You can be coached. You can stand up, show up, speak up, and create everything you desire in your life. If you want to overcome imposter syndrome, if you want to start creating more confidence, if you want to learn how to manage your thoughts so that you feel better and take better action so that you can get what you desire in your life, you need to join me inside of the sisterhood. It is 12 months of live coaching and you're surrounded by a community of incredible women who are also doing the work. So head to the link in the show notes or click on thequeenofconfidence.com, click on sisterhood and I will see you in there. Okay, back to the episode. is going to be very difficult. If I didn't have mentorship, if I didn't have sisterhood community, if I didn't have that in my life, therapists, coaches, spiritual healers, people that hold me and support me when shit gets hard, I would not be able to be here today. I would not be able to do what I do. So you got to have that. That's number one. If you don't have that, get that shit sorted. This is why if you listen to my podcast, I'm always like, join the sisterhood, join the program, do the work on yourself. Let's work together. That's why. Don't get it twisted. We are not meant to do difficult shit and we cannot do difficult shit on our own. So that's first and foremost. Number two, you have to have a practice for yourself where you get in touch with you. Where are you connecting with yourself? If you are in the world all the time outside of yourself, thinking with your mind out in the world, looking for people to validate you out in the world, talking to your friends, looking for your people outside of you to fill you up, looking for someone, looking for answers, you know, asking other people, where is you? Where are you at? You know where you are? You're not in your head. You don't live out there. You live inside. When you close your freaking eyes and you get quiet, that's where you are. That's where you live. That's where you reside. And if you don't spend any time inside of yourself, you're not going to know yourself. And when you're going through difficult shit, you need to know yourself. You need to be discerning with who you spend time with and what you say yes and no to. You need to be discerning with your energy. 
okay, with your field, with who you're hanging out with. You need to have that space and that calm and that internal peace. You know where inner peace comes from? Inside of you. You're not going to find peace out there. Nobody needs to do anything for you to be peaceful. You get peace inside. So what this looks like is close your damn eyes. Take a few deep breaths in through the nose, very slowly out through the mouth. Five to ten. Sit at the red light and do that shit. Pull over and do that shit. Go into the bathroom at work and do that shit. Better yet, don't do it at work. Better yet, don't do it in your car. Make time every fucking morning for you to be able to ground and get in touch with you. If you're not in touch with yourself, you're not going to know what to do. And when shit hits the fan, you're going to be outside of your body. You're not going to be embodied. You're not going to be inside yourself. So that means you're not going to be self-led. That means who's leading you? Your, uh, your, your circumstances and your environment and the shit that's happening to you out in the world is guiding you and leading you. So now you're at the effect of your world instead of creating your own effect. Instead of causing the effect. Instead of being the creator, you turn into the victim. Make sense? So you have to have a practice where you get in touch with you. Yo, I know my voice. I know what I'm saying. I know who I am. At the end of the day, I go, I'm fucking loud and I'm crazy. But I know if I need to get quiet, I go inside. And I'm like, baby boo, what do I know for sure? I know her inside of me so well that her voice is in my ear all the time. Maybe you don't have that voice because it's a fucking whisper because you've been listening to the external noise. So your goal and your job and your homework is to go inside. Close your eyes. Do some yoga. Whatever the fuck you need to do to get that voice inside screaming, screaming louder. Right now, maybe a whisper. You're not discerning. And you're looking to the outside world to tell you what to do. And you're looking for answers outside of yourself. And baby, nobody has the answer for you. You got it, but you can't hear it because you're too busy with the noise outside. If that's for you, take that shit. Next, you got to have a community. You got to get around some good ass people. I don't have a lot of friends, my friend. I have like a handful of friends. And when I need to lean on those people, I know who it is that I'm going to call. And I know they're going to be there for me no matter what. In this life, you don't get 20 people like that. And you shouldn't. Your circle gets smaller and smaller as you get older and more discerning. And as you know who really is there for you. And don't feel sorry because you got one friend. Lucky. Good thing that you got one fucking friend. You want 20. That's not how it is. But what can you have? Can you have good community? Can you be around like-minded people who are going to support you, who are going to hold you to your greatness? Hell yeah. That's exactly why I do sisterhood shit. That's exactly why we do events. We just came from one of our live events. Fucking incredible to be in a room full of women, safe space where you could share real shit. It's like nothing like it. It's priceless. Also, every day, what are you putting in your mind? What are you putting in your ears? What are you putting in your body? What are you putting in your heart and your soul? What are you consuming? What has your attention? Is it fucking TikTok? Are you watching reality TV? Do you hang out with assholes? Are you drinking a lot of alcohol? Are you eating a lot of badass food? Like, are you eating fast food? Are you on the rush? Are you on the go? Like, who are you hanging out with? What's your community? What are you doing on a day-to-day basis? What are your habits? Do you exercise? Do you wake up in the morning and check your freaking phone? And texting people straight away when you wake up, checking all your emails? Or are you making time for you to be with you? Your daily habits, especially as you wake up and go to sleep, are going to make your freaking life. And if you're not happy with how you're feeling, you need to look at your habits. Because here's the truth. Life is hard and it's going to get harder and things will happen and then you'll feel great and everything will be amazing and you take your foot off the pedal and then you're like, oh shit, life is hard again. And I'm like, why you stop doing all the things that were good for you? Why did you stop doing all the things that you know you need to do in order to be good? I know what I need to be good. I need exercise. I need to journal. I need to be around good people. I need time for myself. I need to do yoga. I need to lift heavy ass weights. 
right? I need to have long showers so that I can think and do what I need to do. I need time for myself in my office to do my work uninterrupted. I need support. I need help. I need people to help me in the house. I need people to help me in the in the office. I need my team to be on the ball. I need to hire really great people to support me because this mission is bigger than me. I need to be around good people. I need to boundary up around the people that drain my fucking energy like my mother. When she's well, I even don't call her a lot because I need my space. What do you need to be good? Because times will get tough. What is your game plan? If you're working on it when it's tough, it's too late. This shit is preventative. What are you going to do now in your life to prepare you for when things get hard? Because baby boo, they will. And that's the only guarantee we have. The guarantee that we have is that half of your life will be amazing. The other half is going to be hard. And that could happen in a day. That could happen in a minute. You could have a great fucking day. And at the end of the day, some hard shit could happen. Is that going to crumble you? Is that going to ruin your day? Is that going to ruin your life? Or are you going to be equipped with all your habits, all your resources, all your support, all your people, all your personal development, all the work? The journaling, knowing yourself, going inside and journaling and knowing you. I can't even tell you how many reactions I prevent in my life because I know myself so well. I know when I'm being an asshole. I know when I'm in my ego. I know when I'm in my shit. I know when I'm wrong. I know when I've gossiped. I, I don't even need somebody to tell me. I'm like, oh, that didn't feel good. Fuck. Okay. What was that about? And then I'll unpack that shit with myself. When I fly on the plane, I'm always scared of flying. But now it's been good. And every time I get the fear, I'm like, what is that about? And I have a whole fucking spiritual awakening on the airplane that I did myself on a, with a journal and some Diva Pramal in my ears. If you don't know her, she's amazing. Diva Pramal on Spotify, amazing ass music, right? So I'll be listening and I'm like, oh my God, I'm coaching myself. I'm working on myself on the plane when I'm scared. I get my biggest ahas. I'm, I'm in a difficult opportunity, like I'm in a difficult situation and I'm getting an awakening and I'm working on myself because I'm awakening myself to the bullshit that I'm thinking. When you do your inner work, when you do podcasts and listen to the work, when you hire mentors, when you get around community, when you know yourself, when you spend time with yourself, when you're in the fucking work, nothing's going to throw you off. You can prepare for all of it and it won't send you away. It won't send you in a spiral. Yeah, it's going to be hard, but you could do this shit. And so that's how I've been doing it. The only reason I'm not crumbled, drinking alcohol, eating bad food, numbing out right now is because of the inner work that I've done. And it compounds. The more you do it, the more you trust yourself. The more you trust yourself, the more you don't crumble when shit gets hard. And you know you can handle it. And then you lean into your community and your mentors. What? And every time you overcome something difficult, you just get stronger and stronger. So here's my invitation and my question to you. Where's your community at? Where's your mentorship at? Where are your habits at? Where your day-to-day -day work's at? Are you saying you're doing the work because you listen to podcasts? Because that's not the work. The work is after you listen to the podcast. The work is when somebody cuts you off. The work is when somebody breaks your boundaries. The work is when your kid screams at you and slams the fucking door in your face. The work is when you get hit in the face with life's shit. That's the work. What do you do then? What's your reaction? Who do you become? How do you act? That right there is what you got to work on. So as always, I want to invite you. Stop fucking around. Do the work on yourself. Make it happen. A podcast isn't going to fix it. Reading a book a week is not going to fix it. Watching YouTube videos is not going to work it. It happens with you, with your time, with your commitment, with your investment, not only of money and investing in yourself, but investing in time, spending time with you. You will be able to overcome hard shit. How do we know? Because you already have, babe. You already have. Have a look at your life. You already overcame all of that hard shit. So you have it in you. Now we need to pull out the steps as to how you did it so that you can continue to strengthen that. Okay? I love you so damn much. 
If you're going through it right now, keep going. You're going to get to the other side. I love you deeply. I hope you have the best week and I'll see you next week. Also, sorry, share this episode with somebody who needs it. If you know somebody's going through a hard time, send this episode to them, okay? I love your face. Have a beautiful week. Thank you so much for listening. I freaking love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for your ears and your energy and your attention. Thank you for letting me into your world. And thank you so much for listening and tuning in to this podcast. There are so many podcasts you can listen to. And I deeply, deeply, for real, for real, appreciate you listening to mine. Do me one big favor, one big thing. Please share this episode or this podcast with a woman who you know needs to hear this. This is my mission on planet Earth to serve as many women as possible so that we could show up, stand up, speak up, and create the confidence in the life that we desire. I appreciate you, my love. I will see you on the next episode. 